his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Nerds! Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Sometimes you need a change of pace. That includes your finances. Get smart with your budgeting with financial tips straight from the nerds. NerdWallet's trusted experts will set future you up for success by untangling today's web of financial misinformation. Learn about smart investing strategies, tax planning pointers, and travel tips to save on a fun family getaway. Maybe somewhere tropical? Spring ahead for smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Good evening, folks. Time for your Friday evening edition of It's News to Us, our daily podcast, taking a look at the day's top stories. Um, and our top story is a story that we've been doing for several weeks now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, how many different ways can we say, hey, you might, but you have a limited, yeah. very limited chance of waiting a lot of money. Right. To, to, to peel away the curtain a little bit, it gets hard for us. And I know, you know, the world's smallest violin is being played for us right now uh, to figure out how to conduct interviews, to find fresh new angles on a Powerball jackpot that keeps growing. Yes. <laughs> but the good news is we actually do have a new angle because it's a world record now. There you go. Yep. So $1.6 billion. And and actually, each one, if there's no winner, each one progressive right. one is going to be a new one, a new world record. To peel back the curtain further, you all, all of the listeners should have been there when we tried to figure out exactly by how much it was. A huh. Reporters tried to do math. Yeah, yes. <laughs> it ended, it it ended pretty. It, it, it ended with one of us having to write the numbers out on paper and then do subtraction like we would in grade school. Right. And I was using my calculator that's on my phone and I didn't include enough zeros. Yes. <laughs> Which just shows you how big the jackpot is. Exactly. It's a lot of zeros. Yes. A lot of zeros. A lot of zeros. So um, the lottery couldn't say, the Virginia lottery couldn't say if it's going to grow bigger before Saturday. Okay. Uh, they weren't sure. Uh, sales are going brisk, shockingly. Um right. But uh, they couldn't say if it's going to go above 1.6 prior to, okay, you know, the end of the jackpot Saturday. So yeah. we'll, we'll get notification it if it does. And if we do, we'll let you know. You know, someone's going to win this. Then we're going to probably forget about it. And then we'll be reminded of it when the lottery gives an incredibly large profit number to the state in July. Like, how did that happen? Oh, yeah. The power yeah, that $1.6 billion uh, jackpot that was won by somebody in Illinois and then a group of workers in California. Right. Hopefully somebody in Virginia wins. That would be huge. Yes. Although, although that would also mean work on Sunday. So, Jeff, you're on call. If someone <laughs> <doesn't imagine. laughs> That's right. Yep. Just, just be prepared for that. Um, so I don't think they'd have a press conference right away. Yes, if they do, that is bad, bad, bad move by the winner. It's a bad move by the winner, for talk, sure. Talk to a financial advisor. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yes. So um, this is this is my 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 limited uh, advice to people who may or may not win the lottery. So, right. so um, moving moving on from from that story, uh, you covered a very good story uh, today involving the Richmond Ambulance Authority um, and Ukraine. Yeah. Explain what's going on there. 
Yeah, it, it all started with this kind of a drive by this guy who works in the healthcare industry out of Illinois, um, who started a Twitter page called U.S. Ambulances for Ukraine. Now, the idea for this Twitter page started when he said that his, his daughter, who's only seven and a half years old, was concerned about the war in Ukraine. Now, I don't know about you, but when I was seven and a half years old, I don't know if I, you know, comprehended the news that much. I was worried. I mean, when I I was was seven and a half years old, there might have been the war in Vietnam still going on. So I don't know if I was comprehending it that much. But his daughter, his name is Chris Manson, by the way, his daughter said, was very concerned about the people of Ukraine. And she was wondering what could, more could be done. I don't know if she was really directly telling her dad to do something, but maybe, maybe, maybe she was. But she wanted to do something for the people of Ukraine. And Chris Manson, being in the healthcare industry, thought, well, what if I try to go around the country and see if I can get ambulances donated and and or health care hospital supplies? So. So far, he's had a lot of success doing this. Uh, 19 ambulances uh, before the one, and I'm burying the lead here, Richmond Ambulance Authority is donating an ambulance to go to Ukraine. So it's the 20th ambulance that Richmond Ambulance Authority is uh, donating. I mean, it's the first one from them, but it's the 20th overall in this guy's effort in the U.S. ambulances for Ukraine. And his goal is to get 30 ambulances and five fire engines to Ukraine by the end of the year. And so far with this, it's 20. And, you know, he actually didn't start this that long ago. He thought that getting donations was was going to be difficult. He says it's been really easy. People say, what do you want? And it seems to be, he says, it seems to be kind of a unifying um, issue that people care about and are people, you know, are very kind and uh, want to help the, the the people of Ukraine as they're dealing with war and uh, a war that's been going on for several months now. So uh, Richmond Ambulance Authority, uh, you know, he talked to either Mark Tania from the communications there at Richmond Ambulance Authority or the CEO, Chip Deckard over there, uh, to see if uh, they'd be willing to donate an ambulance. And without hesitation, they said yes. And Virginia Hospital and Healthcare Association got on board by donating supplies. And after the event today where some people spoke, uh, Senator Mark Warner was there uh, and the, you know, a lot of dignitaries and officials helped load the ambulance with the supplies. And then they, they signed the ambulance with messages to people of Ukraine, whether or not those people could read that. I'm sure someone will be able to do that for them but uh, a translator, but yeah, there's messages that uh, officials wrote on the ambulance. So this ambulance is not going to be in service anymore for Richmond Ambulance Authority. It's going to Ukraine. Now, did did they say, and you may not have the answer for this, did they say, like, are they going to repaint them when they go over there? Or are we potentially, you know, be watching, you news, could be covered, watching the news, news Richmond Ambulance in- Authority? Yeah, yeah. That's a good question. I didn't actually come up with that. And I didn't actually... Uh, didn't actually uh, ask that question and, and neither did anybody else that was was there. But that's a good question. That's, I mean, it'd be interesting to know because I'm kind of equated to second place, uh, you know, uh, T-shirts, T-shirts for Super Bowl losers that go to third world countries. Not that Ukraine's a third world country, but, um, you know, 
all the uh, uh, all the Buffalo Bills uh, Super Bowl champions from the early '90s are are ruined by Haitian children. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, it, it's an interesting question. I mean, yeah. it would be cool if they actually kept the original name on there. Yeah. Did they explain how they're getting them over there? It's a big cargo plane. Okay. Yeah, so basically, it's 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 a, a big cargo plane where the uh, the ambulance can fit on there, and it's flown to Ukraine. Okay, right. Inter- interesting. Yeah, no, I w- I would have assumed I would have assumed cargo ship, but then it occurs yeah. to me that the uh, main Ukrainian port is now Russian. So, uh, yeah, that's a problem. <laughs> yeah, it's a problem. Slight, <laughs> slight, slight. Sorry, and, and let me be clear before I create an international incident. It is currently in Russian hands. It is not Russian. I did not mean to state that the okay. congr- that the actual <laughs> land it was now Russian. Sorry. Right. 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 Matt, Matt, Matt creates. We'll see inter- how wide our podcast goes. <laughs> Matt, Matt cre- creates an in- international incident uh, in, right. in our podcast. Right, but it's a really cool story. I think you know this guy is you know he's he he just started something kind of innocently by kind of figuring out what he was going to do by his concerns his daughter had about Ukraine. So it's really cool. Interesting. Interesting. So yeah, very good. Very good. Nice story. Shows people coming together. Now we're going to talk about stuff that's going to drive people apart, which is election time. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, election election day is uh, Tuesday. Um, we figured it would be a good idea to let you know what's on the ballot. Uh, you know, because I mean, heck, I covered this for a living. I voted early yesterday, and I wasn't fully one hundred percent sure what was on the ballot in you my district. Done. Yeah, so um, I, I wasn't voted shocked about it. by it, but yeah. I wasn't shocked by what was. You know, I I, I maybe thought one or one other thing was going to be on there as well, and I. You know. I knew the ballot that I had to deal with in Hanover was going to be not very active. I didn't realize how inactive it. I mean, it was like one competitive race and one non-competitive race. Yeah. So so um, and if you go to our website, we've got the full list. There were basically, I mean, top line. Everyone's going to be voting in a congressional race. Um, now, if you live in the metro area, don't expect to vote in the uh, in the seventh district, because um, I think a few people may be expecting it. Um, you know, for people who don't pay as close attention as we do. Where you saw uh, Abigail Spanberger, you'll probably now be seeing Rob Whitman. Rob Whitman, or you know, the potentially uh, Bob Good, potentially Donald yeah. McEachin. Yep. Um, so yeah, you may see may see some. Uh, some some different names there. Don't expect to vote in the seventh district. And the reason I say this, heck, there's been elections where I expected to see one race be, you know, be where where I was, and I actually was in a different district. So right, right. This happens around around redistricting time. So congressional district, somebody will you will be voting for somebody for Congress. Um, yeah, top line. That's uh, yeah. In Chesterfield and Hanover, bond issues. You mean Henrico? Henrico, you're right. Chesterfield and Henrico. Yes. Sorry, let me repeat that. Chesterfield and Henrico. Yeah. Um, Chesterfield, it is one vote. Henrico, it is multiple votes. I want to say four, but I'm not 100%. It is four. Yep. Yeah. So, so, but you get to vote on bond issues there, bond referendums. Okay. In Chesterfield, in the Midlothian district, you have a board of supervisors race that has a Republican and a Democrat. So a competitive board of supervisors race. In Hanover, in Beaver Dam, you have a supervisor's race, but only one person is running. That's right. That's the uncontested one that was on my ballot. Yeah, That's right. now they had a primary election for the Republican yeah. that would be on the ballot back in June. Yeah, but it, but it, so so I mean it's there, but it's it's an it's an unopposed race. Right, it's unopposed, right? So uh, and that's basically what we have. If you live if you live in the city, you basically have Congress, and that's it. Mm-hmm. So, so um, just you know, just be aware of that. Um, 
a lot of other votes in other places, but I'm just talking about these four. You know, so it's not like you're going to say, well, there's no really need for me to vote because there's nothing going on. Well, there's a congressional race for everybody. Yeah, congressional race for everyone. And, in, you know, all of the most competitive ones are not in our, you know, metro area. Right, right. Um, however, um, I mean, bond referendums, we're talking about funding schools yeah, those and, parks and stuff in, in Chesterfield yep. and then Rico. So mm-hmm. and like you said, there's, you know, the, the Board of Supervisors in Hanover and the Board of Supervisors in Chesterfield. So. Yep. Yep. Just things to be aware of when you go to vote on Tuesday, if you haven't voted. And just to, to let people know, and I'm sure a lot of people who know this, who care about it, the reason that they're the supervisors race in uh, Hanover is because uh, there was a death of a longtime uh, supervisor. So. Right. And and in Midlothian, it's because uh, Leslie Haley resigned to uh, go uh, work at the AG's office. Yeah. So that's that's why I have those. So um, and final story, if you're listening to this prior to Sunday. Um, which we hope you are. Well, and actually, if you're listening to it on Sunday, I mean, it's still relevant. Okay. Time change. Uh, we've turned back the clocks, uh, Saturday night into, uh, Sunday. Um, so it's going to be lighter in the morning. So expect sun glare and darker in the evenings. So it's going to be, you know, can have, yeah, can you have your lights on? Um, and, um, AAA says, you know, we do see increases in crashes around this time. Um, you, uh, yeah you know, greater pedestrian crashes, uh, greater deer crashes because deer are out at this time. Yep. It's November mating season for yep. deer. So you, you have a lot of, lot of potential for crashes and people are drowsy. I mean, they're yeah. at five o'clock. They're expecting to, to it not to be dark. And they're thinking, Hey, it's nine o'clock. Now the, the body gets thrown off by the, by the, yeah. uh, by the time change. But, but the good news is the weekends an hour longer. Yes, that is good news. You get that hours worth of sleep, but your rhythms are all thrown off for the next yeah, week. Yeah, there is that. So, and then the good and with then, the bad. If you happen to be a news director, you have to work till like two o'clock in the morning on on Tuesday. So, you know, yeah. So, so your rhythms get thrown off there as well. So, yep, yep. That is my smallest violin uh, thing. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So you know, but but hey, we'll have full coverage for you. We may have a very very. Uh, either punchy or um, tired news uh, podcast on, uh, on Tuesday. So we'll, we'll see. And, and hope- uh, Wednesday may be the more interesting podcast as what? far as. Uh, Technically that podcast may be a Wednesday podcast as well. We'll see. <laughs> that is for sure. Yes. You and David are going to do a late night podcast after all the results are in. Right? We'll see. We'll see how, see how it goes. It may just right, be, all the results are in. Yeah. It may, yeah, it may just be me and we may not have all the results. So. Right. I will. I will tell you this. I've seen some analysts just to, to give you uh, just a quick look ahead at, at Tuesday. I've seen some analysts say the Virginia, the three competitive Virginia races, will be a good bellwether of how the night is going. Mm-hmm. Um, and he did this from the point of view of how Democrats should view the night, but it, it works for either. Um, yeah. If Elaine Luria loses in the second, it's not a great night for Democrats. If Spamberger loses in the seventh. For for um, you know, then it's a bad night for Democrats. If right. Nexton loses in the tenth, it's a horrible night for Democrats. And then the converse will be true for for. Now the tenth is Northern Virginia. Tenth is Northern Virginia. So. Yeah. So, but that's those are the three competitive races. So, so the nation's going to be keeping an eye on on those three. So for sure. Yep. So just things to be aware of. So. 
But anyway, so that has been the Friday edition of its news to us. Obviously, if anything breaks over the weekend, we'll let you know. Otherwise, we're going to gear up, get some rest so we can be ready for Election Day on Tuesday. So here it comes. So exactly. So for Jeff Stapleton, I'm Matt Demline. We'll talk to you on Monday. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Nerds! Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to level up your financial game? Let NerdWallet guide you with smart strategies for lasting success. Get savvy tax planning pointers to maximize your savings, money-saving travel tips for your next family getaway, and investing insights like how a 529 plan can help you send your kids to college. Unlock the key to saving to help you earn more money. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you in 2024. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does, (laughs) 9 over 8. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.